What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and on today's show, we're going to talk about a fairly busy weekend for the Bruins. There's some Curtis Lazar injury news, John Moore and Chris Wagner being placed on waivers, and David Pasternak being named to the Czech Olympic team, as well as one of a cast of rotating assistant captains this season. We're going to get into all that on today's episode. Happy Thanksgiving to my Canadian friends, and uh, let's get into it, shall we? Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to begin by thanking everybody for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen of the day. It's very much appreciated. It is available on your favorite podcast platform. So whether you're an Apple user, Spotify, Pocket Casts on Android is what I use. Please smash that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. Don't hit it too hard, or you might hear from the Department of Podcast Safety. We're also now available on YouTube, so you can watch while you work or whatever you're doing around the house. Uh, Subscribe to that channel as well. That would be very much appreciated. Uh, If you have time and would like to post a positive comment or a rating and a review on Apple, that would also be very much appreciated. Like I mentioned, today is Thanksgiving up here in Canada. It is Monday September 11th, September, October 11th, Uh, and uh, yeah, very much uh, looking forward to getting into some Bruins news here. I hope you have all had a great weekend and excited for the NHL season to begin tomorrow, although as I lamented on Twitter over the weekend, uh, the Bruins don't start until Saturday. Speaking of Twitter, you can see my Twitter handle there if you're watching on YouTube. It's at Ian C. McLaren, M-C-L-A-R-E-N. You can follow me there for uh, my hockey tweets and dad jokes, and you can follow the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins. Uh, So let's get into some Bruins news and notes. It was announced on Friday that Curtis Lazar, uh, who exited the final preseason matchup on Wednesday night at TD Garden against the Washington Capitals, uh, suffered an upper body injury, and he's likely to miss the start of the regular season. Bruce Cassidy said uh, they don't exactly have uh, the diagnosis, but uh, he has an upper body that is going to require a little more time because of some inflammation, and then they'll be able to get the exact diagnosis. They're listing him as week to week, and hopefully it's on the short end of that, not the long one. On Saturday, while I was celebrating Thanksgiving with family, uh, news came that the Bruins were placing Chris Wagner and John Moore on the waiver wire. Now, there's a couple things to note about that. First of all, they're both uh, veterans of the NHL, been around for a long time, and they're both now headed for the American Hockey League since both of them passed through waivers 
and went unclaimed on Sunday. What this means is that the Bruins are in for some salary cap relief. Uh, Moore is under contract for this season and next at $2.75 million per season. Wagner's at $1.35 million annually. So basically, you can hide around $1.1 million in the minors. So, uh, and this is from Bruins Cap Space on Twitter. Moore will now carry a $1.652 million cap hit for Boston, and Wagner will cost the Bruins only $225,000 against the cap. So that's a savings of $1.85 million prorated over the course of the season and you know without any other changes that could amount to some significant savings for the Bruins come the trade deadline when they might be in need of adding some help either on the blue line in the event that you know Derek Forbort doesn't pan out or Connor Clifton can't carry a full load on the third pair or up front as well if if Charlie Coyle's not up to the task if there's an injury along the way um and things like that. So let's assume Curtis Lazar is going to the IR, which he will to begin the season. And with Chris Wagner being waived and sent to Providence, that means the Bruins have to decide between two of Carson Kuhlman, Anton Bleed, and Jack Stanika to begin the season. On uh, Over the weekend, Carson Kuhlman was practicing on the fourth line with Trent Frederick and Thomas Nosek. I would expect that Stanika will be the one sent down because he is waiver exempt, whereas Kuhlman and Bleed are not. If they were exposed, uh, then there's probably a better chance that they would get scooped as opposed to Wagner and uh, John Moore because of their relatively friendly uh, cap hits. Let me just remind myself uh, what they are making. So Kuhlman comes in at, uh, let's see. So he's only making $725,000 this year. He would require waiver lead also making uh, just a touch more at 750,000. He is also uh, would require waivers. So those two guys I would expect would stay up on the NHL roster with Jackson Nika going down to begin the season in Providence. Uh, so that is the latest. Now there could be some more waiver movement as the Bruins take a look at who was placed there today. I mentioned on Twitter that I'm very intrigued by uh, Barre Boulette from the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. He was placed on waivers. Alex Barry Boulette, he was an unsigned uh, find by the Tampa Bay Lightning. He's makes 735 for the next three seasons, including this one. Uh, 12 points in 10 games for the Syracuse Crunch last season. Uh, prior to that, he had 56 points in 60 games, 68 points in 74 games, including 34 goals, 27 goals. Uh, he only scored three goals in 15 games for the Lightning last season. Uh, he's uh, a bit undersized, 5'10", 165, shoots left, but he plays the right wing. I think he could be a good candidate on that right side. Not that I don't believe in Carson Kuhlman and Anton Bleed, but I don't really think they're full-time NHLers and they haven't proven to be so up to this point in their careers. Uh, Barry Boulette was a great find for the Lightning and I think he would be well worth uh, looking at. 
Logan Brown is also available. He was traded by the Ottawa Senators to the St. Louis Blues, and he was not, um, you know, impressive enough to stay there. He was drafted 11th overall by the Senators in 2016. He's a center, uh, has had success at the AHL level, 28 points in 25 games back in 2019-20, nine points last season in 13 games, uh, 42 points in 56 games the year before that. Uh, maybe he just deserves a chance, and the Bruins, of course, need some depth down the middle. So those are two names that they could uh, explore. Uh, before we get into some other uh, news and notes from the Bruins this weekend, just want to talk for a moment about DirecTV. It's a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. DirectStream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. The best part? There's no annual contract, so stop waiting and get your TV together with DirectStream. Learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. The uh, Locked On NHL podcast also has a preview show going uh, this week. Uh, with uh, sorry, it's on the Cross Checks live NHL season preview show, which is going to be on Tuesday, October twelfth, from six p.m. to seven p.m. Eastern on the Locked On NHL YouTube page. So you're not going to want to miss that. There's also some preview content on the Locked On uh, NHL podcast as well, which you can subscribe and listen to on a daily basis. Now, just to go back to Moore and um, Wagner for a second, I think it's somewhat surprising that they made this move. I know that Wagner has been a favorite of Don Sweeney and Bruce Cassidy. He's a local boy. Uh, and you know, he has been a serviceable fourth line right winger, uh, good on the penalty kill. Uh, and John Moore, you know, he hasn't played much over the last couple of years because of injury issues, but he had looked okay in training camp and through the exhibition season, he had been playing the right side, which the Bruins, like I said, are a bit shallow on. Um, so whether or not they're clearing space for something bigger or they just want to clear some space to have some flexibility down the road, want to see what they have in these younger guys, you know, it's the decision that they made and I am all for it. Um, clearing that cap space, having that flexibility as the season goes on is very important. And, um, yeah, I wish more and Wagner well in Providence. And who knows, maybe they can be packaged and moved at some point uh, down the road. Now, I mentioned that um, David Pasternak was selected to be a member of the Czech Olympic hockey team. Uh, they're going around naming three players from each country. At the moment, he joins uh, Columbus forward Jakub Voracek and Tampa Bay forward Andre Palat uh, as the other two members. And uh, the three will be included on the Olympic team, provided they're healthy and remain eligible to, to participate in the Olympic Games. Pasternak, of course, is very excited. One of the dreams he had growing up as a kid and will, could very well be reunited with David Krejci, who, of course, is off to a roaring start over in his native uh, Czech Republic. Pasternak also received another honor when it was announced that he... Brandon Carlo and 
Charlie McAvoy were all will all wear the A on their jerseys as alternate captains uh, this season. Uh, it was a position left open by Krejci, and Bruce Cassidy said that they are going to rotate it. It's situational. There are a lot of guys that could handle it, Cassidy said. A lot of different guys that uh, could handle it, should have it. If you ask any player, they would like to get it. It just shows there's people that believe in you outside of your raw talent. And Pasternak said it's obviously an honor. Reminds you how long you've been here, and he just wants to become one of the leaders. He and McAvoy, of course, are the future of this team. Carlo as well is a big part of it. And all three, again, had it in the preseason and will continue to wear it through the uh, the uh, regular season. The A represents being a leader, and there are plenty of leaders to look up to on their own team, including uh, Patrice Bergeron, one of the best leaders in hockey, Brad Marchand, wears the other A. Pasternak said he's getting older year by year, just trying to learn and from being around the one of the best leaders in hockey, uh, two of them actually, and they are good guys uh, to learn from. So how it's going to work, Pasternak, Charlie, Brandon are three younger guys that have now been here for a while, Cassidy said. Uh, let's assume contract-wise, all those things, they remain here. They are the next wave of leaders in the core group of this team, and they're already pushing their way into that, if not already. Um, and he said there's a pretty good chance that one of them might be captain of the Bruins uh, down the road. So, yeah. I had long said that it might be Charlie Coyle who takes that mantle on, but uh, they're definitely seeing one of the younger guys as being in that mode. And uh, yeah, it'll be cool to see all three of those guys wear the A at some point this season. Another note about pasta. He recently partnered with Stop and Shop to sell pasta's pasta to raise money for the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. Uh, He was asked what his mother thought of the pasta And he was happy to say that she's looking forward to enjoying some of her own. She was just asking me today. He said if he was going to make it, if it was going to make it to the Czech Republic and she'll be able to buy it so she could help out the cause. Um, So yeah, that's pretty much the latest from the Boston Bruins. Uh, You can maybe tell if you're watching on YouTube that it's kind of dark around me. So I'm recording this on Sunday evening. So things always change. I believe the deadline for players to, or sorry, for teams to file their final rosters is sometime today, Monday, uh, probably around 5 p.m. Uh, so we, we could see some people placed on waivers, scooped up off waivers. Uh, always interesting to see what movement there is there. And uh, as a reminder, waiver wire action now begins at uh, 2 p.m. Eastern instead of the typical noon. Follow your insiders, Elia Freeman, uh, Chris Johnston, uh, Pierre, uh, oh, sorry, Renault Lavoie. He's always tweeting those things as well. And uh, so you cannot miss a thing if you, if you follow those guys. And of course, if something happens in relation to the Bruins, I'll be all over it. And you can follow along at uh, Ian C. McLaren or at Locked NHL Bruins for the latest there. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. And when you talk to Built Bar fans, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, you are missing out. There's coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, 
double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you will get two of each of the nine. Not only are Built Bar flavors great tasting, but they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, about 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs, all amazing flavors, great tasting, and healthy. Go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 and you will get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. And if you're interested in fantasy hockey, uh, again, thank you for making Locked On Bruins your first listen of the day. Locked On Fantasy Hockey is hosted by Scott Cullen, and you can make him your second listen by checking him out. It's free and available on all platforms. There was one note from Pierre Lebrun of The Athletic that I wanted to touch on. This was posted a few days ago, but I uh, failed to mention it. And it was about Patrice Bergeron and his pending unrestricted free agent status after this season. Uh, And Pierre Lebrun wrote, this is an easy one. This is all about the 36-year-old star center deciding how he feels physically and mentally after the season. If he still wants to play past this season, the Bruins will do all they can to extend him, and the player doesn't want to be anywhere else. But I think Bergeron wants to wait and see how he feels first after the season, which of course makes sense. Uh, Don't kid yourself, LeBron added, I think if Bruins GM Don Sweeney had his way, he'd extend Bergeron like yesterday. But this is about a legacy player wanting to take his time and see how the season plays out. This is very different from the Zdeno Chara situation. Uh, you know, Bergeron, as mentioned, is still uh, in his 30s, albeit nearing his late 30s. Uh, but it's not a situation where there's younger guys who are chomping at the bit to get uh, into Bergeron's or could even begin to fill Bergeron's role as a top line center. So that's something that's going to be addressed sooner than later. And uh, we'll have to see how that works out. Now, when it comes to the Florida Panthers, an Atlantic division rival, I spoke last week with Armando Velez, host of Locked on Panthers. Uh, They traded for Vancouver defenseman Oli Iwalovi. He's a 23-year-old. He was selected fifth overall in 2016. And uh, they're just adding some strength on the blue line, which could be trouble for Atlantic division opponents. Um, Alexander Ovechkin was injured in a preseason game, but he could play in the Capitals opener. And Sidney Crosby, who is expected to miss some time, is uh, going to maybe only miss like one or two games before he comes back. NHL.com posted their predictions. Uh, In the Atlantic Division, we have uh, them being picked to finish third by most people, uh, including Amelie Benjamin, who has been on the podcast before. Uh, When it comes to, um, oh yeah, some people even have them as a wild card uh, or finishing anywhere from, yeah, second in the division to first wild card spot. Let's see if anybody has them winning the Stanley Cup. And uh, I do not think so. Nobody has the Bruins picking, being picked to win the Stanley Cup on NHL.com. 
they won't be a popular pick going into the season, not because they can't win it, just because you have teams like Colorado, Vegas, even Toronto, Florida, well on the rise, uh, and uh, the Bruins aren't a trendy pick anymore. Um, but, you know, they always seem to prove people wrong, and uh, hopefully they can go on a long run here this season. Anyways, that is it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Quick movie recommendation. I took uh, our older boys to see Venom, uh, Let There Be Carnage, over the weekend. Uh, pretty good. I mean, it's like a in association with Marvel, kind of a B-level Marvel, but it's well worth it because of the mid credit scene. And Tom Hardy and Woody Harrelson and Naomi Harris are very good actors. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it, I think. That was our weekend. We enjoyed time with family over the weekend. Our first uh, holiday gathering since Thanksgiving two years ago because of COVID. And uh, I'm planning to travel to Ottawa this weekend uh, to celebrate with my family. It was my dad's 75th birthday as well on Sunday. Happy birthday, dad, if you're listening. And uh, yeah, it'd be nice to visit there for the first time in a long time and celebrate that in person. So yeah, keep it locked to Locked NHL Bruins on Twitter, Instagram for all the latest at ENC McLaren. I'm probably a bit more active there, to be honest. And if anything breaks here on Monday, uh, I'll be sure to be all over that uh, posting. Uh, yeah, a breaking news video if warranted. Uh, thank you so much again for tuning in, for subscribing. And uh, please hit that subscribe button on both your podcast app and YouTube. We very much appreciated. Uh, I'm Ian McLaren. This is Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.